This podcast was produced at the first Dimes workshop in Leiden. Dimes is the Jean Monnet project, diversity, inclusion and multidisciplinarity in European studies and is funded by the Erasmus Plus program of the European Union. I'm here with Frank Matisse from the Center for the Study of Governance Innovation and Baha Yassim Dennis from Sapienza University. Can you briefly introduce yourself and give our audience a brief overview of your work and your research, please? My name is Baharish Dennis and I'm a jurist. Uh, after my LNP degree uh, in law uh, from uh, the Kuzeli University at my home city, I uh, had the first LLM degree in private law from the same university and then uh, I moved on with uh, Jean Monnet scholarship of the European Union and uh, went to the UK uh, and studied uh, in my second master's degree in the field of European Community Law those times. And uh, then I returned back and worked uh, as an EU expert, European Union expert at the Prime Ministry, the Secretary General for European Affairs in Ankara, Turkey. And uh, after five years, I decided to move on with my academic studies and uh, work as a lecturer, uh, full-time lecturer uh, and part-time lecturer also at some universities. Now I'm currently uh, a PhD student at Sapienza University of Rome. Uh, my research interest is mainly on uh, the general field of human rights but especially I'm concentrated on the rights of the disabled. In my PhD thesis at Sapienza, I'm focusing on the rights of the disabled on a comparative perspective in terms of international protection system, also regional protection system like the EU, and also the American continent system and African continent system. Uh, especially the implementation problems with regard to the rights of the disabled uh, form the bulk of the thesis. And um, for the DMES workshop, I prefer to present a paper on uh, migration, on the migration issue from Syria to Turkey, since it's a very important and severe uh, having uh, severe consequences for the you know uh, country uh, that in that has more than three and a half million uh, people coming from Syria and also uh, with regard to the EU so uh, this has been also a an interest of me I should be uh, just emphasizing this and in this regard Uh, I prefer to present a paper at the Dimes shop, uh, workshop uh, on this issue. The Dimes project is uh, <coughs> mainly really related with the subject. I should be uh, highlighting uh, the importance of the issue like this because um, it is not restricted to a certain area in the world. I mean, as far as my uh, present paper is concerned, I was focused on uh, Turkey and Syria uh, aspect of it, and of course in relation to the European Union and uh, it take the, the European Union taking it as 
part of EU external policy and the relationship between legal relationship between Turkey and the European Union, but um, it is a multicultural issue, also having diversity in it, involving many uh, people with different backgrounds. So uh, Diamond's project is really um, has the focus in that context in relation to uh, the migration issue. I'm Frank Matthijs, I'm a researcher at the Institute for European Studies at the New York City Libre Bruxelles in, in Brussels. I mainly work on comparative regionalism outside of the EU and um, my, my connection with UAC started a bit um, uh, as my previous position was in South Africa and uh, there I was part of the team that launched or relaunched the European Studies Association of Sub-Saharan Africa, SASA, which is uh, working with UASIS on, on, on this uh, current times project. And uh, so this is where my interest in, in EU-Africa relations started and this is something that, that I pursue to date uh, working, working in, in Brussels where there's obviously a lot of interest at the moment uh, on, on the Europeans. Commission uh, new strategy prioritizing Africa. I've never worked properly on the topic of um, of migration, but a, a lot of things that that do pop up is a question of reciprocity in um, in the EU Africa relations or in any interregional relations. So so uh, so that's 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 of course a question that's been also at the core of the EU Turkey trade uh, um, sorry migration agreement. Um, so so how how do we build a proper partnership between two entities, um, between the EU and, and, and their partner, and ensure that there is an element of reciprocity in it. And what we've seen in the past, be it, be it with Turkey or be it, be it with, with the African Union, is that there's, there's often the aspiration to, to have some um, reciprocal elements in it, but then in practice we see that it's that it's often skewed. That there are that there are biases. That there's um, that there are different expectations, and that the that the implementation is often quite asymmetrical. So, so I think that's that's something that that comes out quite clearly in in, in the migration agreements, but but that also uh, seems to be a feature in in many of the interregional um, agreements uh, negotiations that the EU conducts in Africa. The, to, to link it to to dimes, but also to European studies in in, in Africa, and so to to this aspiration mm. of, of, of more um, diversity in EU studies, I think the as um, as as saddening as the e events and the behaviour of the EU is at the moment, at the same time, it's also um, somewhat cynically, if you want, an opportunity for European studies because it's. It raises a lot of controversies around the EU and how um, how it behaves. And since European studies, also in, in Africa, has had this this bias of being a field of study for those who like the EU or are friends or identify with the EU, so there's been um, some, somewhat a, 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 a lack sometimes of critical distance. Um, also partly due because a lot of the funding for European studies stemmed from the European Commission. So, so there's been um, this, uh, this, this proximity which, which has um, sometimes put off those people that, was, that were looking at the EU from a more critical perspective. And, and so these events, um, as, an, as, a, as a secondary consequence, so to speak, for, for the field, um, 
allow those that are, have critical views of the EU to, to integrate more into European studies, offer those that are already studying the EU to, um, um, to have a different perspective that, and, and taking maybe some, some distances of, um, uh, of, of the proximity. So, so, so in this um, respect, the side effect could be that there's more diversity in the views on the EU um, uh, as, as consequence of how the EU has, has behaved over the, over the last years in, in creating this fortress Europe. I have the same idea. Uh, it has uh, arisen critical, increased in critical uh, views, critical exchange of ideas in terms of the current state of the EU to this problem. And uh, in that context, as uh, DIMES project points out, the European studies is not limited only with Western uh, Europe. I mean, it has uh, wider uh, boundaries, if I can put it that way. Uh, the DIMES workshop of today was very, very fruitful for my studies. Uh, it stimulated a lot of uh, new thoughts. New thoughts are always, new ideas are always useful. And I could hear a lot of thoughts from uh, the diversity uh, of people working on the subject. I mean, uh, people coming from, uh, from uh, Africa, people coming from Asia, and uh, it was like the United Nations <laughs> today. So it is wonderful to hear different views, different approaches. So it was really useful mm. the first day. USS is doing a great job. I'm a member of USS since 2001. I'm, mem the, I, I'm one of the members of the network. I mean, there are really so um, fruitful conferences that I have attended, uh, organized by uh, USS, and uh, to um, promote more diversity. Projects like DIMES would be really helpful. In that context, I, um, for a period, worked as uh, uh, the director of international office at the university, which I uh, lastly worked. And uh, I know that the Erasmus Plus program is really uh, good in that context to find funding for many activities all over the world, because they have expanded, the European Union expanded the, a scope of uh, the Erasmus program, and now it's called the Erasmus Plus program. So, uh, like this one, DIMES uh, workshop, it, diversity can be expanded further. So, e getting uh, funding from the EU is a really logical option in that context. Uh, yes, I found it quite enriching as well. What what um, I found particularly helpful is to get different views on how to study the EU or to study European uh, studies in general uh, from a non-Eurocentric perspective, which is, which is something that, that, that I've struggled much in comparative regionalism. Uh, so so one, one way that I try to do, do it in, in, in my work, in, in the recent work that we did on comparing the budgets and finances of regional organizations, we decided to exclude the EU because it's a, it's a different discussion, it's a different debate, and uh, there's already much work been done on it. So, so the idea was, well, first, let's build knowledge on non-European organizations, 
And once we've done that, then we can enter into dialogue. So that's been one strategy. But what, what, I've, what, what I've seen today is that there are actually uh, ways to study the EU in a non-Eurocentric perspective. So that it doesn't mean that to be non-Eurocentric, we have to like pretend that the EU doesn't exist somehow. But we can we can engage it from from different from African from Asian um, from um, from Middle East perspectives on um, on how it relates and use concepts from from different contexts. So, so that's been been, been quite uh, quite heartening to see. What what Dimes will do with the with the next big event next year is to to host uh, an event in South Africa. So I think that's. Uh, that's an important step. Uh, also, to acknowledge that there is different types of European studies uh, with their own traditions, with their with their own interests, um, with, uh, with with different approaches in other parts of the world. And I think that's that's certainly something to to expand. Um, somewhat ironically, European studies has been very strong in the UK and um, so so now in this transition phase it's also probably a good moment to to look at um, say how is European studies coming up in the accession countries so the, the countries that want to join the EU uh, in the Euro Mediterranean which has a different tradition yet than, than Western Europe um, but but also in those uh, um, in, in, in those regions which do not really identify with regional integration, say, uh, say, the Japan, say Japan, for instance, um, which studies the EU, but um, which doesn't have any regional integration project on its own, so, so they have yet another view. And so, so everywhere um, in, in, in the world, or in many pockets of the world, there is some, some different tradition of, of European studies um, emerging, even within the EU, one, one, one could argue, and so to to explore more this type of diversity, I think that's um, that's a prom very promising agenda for UACs. And um, continuing from that point, I would like to just uh, highlight that uh, a, an example to this diversity as on country basis may be Turkey, because it is not only the um, accession uh, negotiations now going on with Turkey. The legal relationship started in 1960s with Ankara Agreement, and uh, association agreement has been built between the then uh, EC and uh, Turkey. And uh, in that context, and part of the uh, customs union since 1996, there are vast of really uh, issues to explore, to exchange ideas on Turkey. And um, Turkey may be a good example to promote this diversity in the activities of UACs as well.